Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the Scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Yes, you guessed it. Welcome back. One year through the Bible uh, with the PC Speaking Podcast. Today is day number 22, January 22nd. Our reading for day is from the book of Genesis, chapters 44 and 45 and in the New Testament, will be in Matthew chapter 14. Well, I hope you are forming a habit, something I think you might notice. Uh, the more you do this, the more you begin to enjoy it. And ideally, you know, we kind of start out on something like reading through the Bible in a year, just looking to for the accomplishment of it, which is good. And that's a very positive thing. But eventually you find yourself in a place where it's not so much the completion of the reading itself, whether it be the day or the week or the year that you pursue, but it's the enjoyment of doing the reading itself that you pursue. And that's a place where we want to be working towards as we go through this one year through the Bible together. Uh, Genesis chapter 44, Joseph uh, sets his brothers up in a scenario where they are accused of a crime that they didn't actually commit, but that ends up leading to a very emotional confrontation between Joseph and his brothers. And Joseph reveals his identity and prompts reconciliation in Genesis 45. He uh, reassures, reassures his brothers, emphasizing God took something they intended for evil, something they did wrong, but he worked it out for good. And that is the saving of his family during the famine. And then moving over into the New Testament, Matthew chapter 14, uh, pivotal moments in the ministry of Jesus. We lose a pivotal Bible character today, which is kind of sad. Um, Jesus feeds the 5,000 with five loaves and two fish. Again, showing both compassion and power, which is a big part of his ministry. He also walks on water. Uh, Peter wants to do the same. And Jesus calls out, to Peter and has him come to him on the water. And Peter does okay for a moment, but then he uh, takes his eyes off Jesus and starts looking at what's happening around him and he begins to sink. Uh, also in Matthew 14, we see some crowds of people seeking healing from Jesus. Uh, some thoughts for today as we read, things to think about. Think about how God works things out for good. Um, and in the New Testament and or the Old Testament, how he works that scenario out with Joseph's brothers and then pair that with our reading in the New Testament and consider how important it is to keep our eyes on Jesus through you know the difficult situations and how he's working things out. Let's go to our reading. Genesis chapter 44 is where we're starting today. And it says, then he commanded the steward of his house saying, fill the men's sacks with food as much as they can carry and put every man's honey money in the mouth of his sack. Put my cup, the silver cup in the mouth of the sack of the youngest along with his grain money. And he did according to what Joseph had spoken. As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, they and their donkeys. When they were gone out of the city, but not yet far off, Joseph said to his steward, get up, follow after the men. When you overtake them, say to them, why have you rewarded evil for good? Is this not the one from which my Lord drinks and uses as he practices divination? You have done evil in doing this. So he overtook them and he spoke to them these same words. They said to them, why does my Lord say these words? 
far be it from your servants that they should do such a thing. Look, we brought back to you from the land of Canaan the money that we found in the top of our sacks. Why then would we steal silver or gold from your Lord's house? Whichever of your servants is found with it shall die, and the rest of us will become my Lord's slaves. He said, now let it also be according to your words. He with whom it is found shall be my slave, and you will be blameless. Then every man hurriedly took down his sack to the ground, and every man opened his sack. He searched, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest. The cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then they tore their clothes, and every man loaded his donkey and returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, he was still there, and they fell to the ground before him. Joseph said to them, What deed is this that you have done? Did you not know that such a man as I can certainly practice divination? And Judah said, What shall we say to my Lord? What shall we speak? Or how shall we clear ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of your servants. Here we are, my Lord's servants, both with we and he also in whose possession the cup was found. But he said, far be it from me that I should do so. The man in whose possession the cup was found shall be my slave. But as for you, go up in peace to your father. Then Judah approached him and said, O oh my Lord, please let your servant speak a word in my Lord's ears. And do not be angry with your servant, for you are equal to Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servants, saying, Have you a father or a brother? And we said to my Lord, We have a father, an old man, and a young brother, the child of his old age. His brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother, and his father loves him. You said to your servants, Bring him down to me, so that I may set eyes on him. We said to my Lord, The boy cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. You said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you will not see my face again. When we went back to your servant, my father, we told him words of my Lord. Our father said, go again and buy us a little food. We said, we cannot go down. If your youngest brother is with us, then we will go down. For we may not see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Your servant, my father said to us, you know that my wife bore me two sons. And the one went out from me. And I said, surely he was torn to pieces and I've not seen him since. And if you take this one also from me and he is harmed, you will bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. Now, therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is with us, as his life is bound up in the boy's life, when he sees that the boy is not with us, he will die. And your servant will bring down the gray hairs of your servant, our father, with sorrow to the grave. For your servant became surety for the boy to my father, saying, If I fail to bring him to you, then I shall bear the blame to my father forever." Now, therefore, please let your servant stay as a slave to my Lord instead of the boy and let the boy go up to his brothers. For how can I go up to my father if the boy is not with me? Lest perhaps I see the evil that would find my father. Genesis chapter 45. Then Joseph could not restrain himself before all who stood by him and he cried out, make every man go out from me. So no man stood with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. He wept so loudly that the Egyptians in the house of Pharaoh heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him, for they were dismayed in his presence. Joseph said to his brothers, Please come near to me. And they came near. Then he said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. Now do not be upset or angry with yourselves because you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. For these two years the famine has been in the land. And there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God sent me ahead of you to preserve you 
as remnant on the earth and save your lives by great deliverance. So now it was not you who sent me here, but God. He has made a father to Pharaoh and Lord of his entire household and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me, do not delay, and you will dwell in the land of Goshen and you will be near me. You and your children and your children's children, along with your flocks, your herds, and all that you have, I will provide for you there, for there are still five years of famine to come, lest you and your household and all that you have come to poverty. Your eyes and the eyes of my brother Benjamin see that it is my mouth that is speaking to you. You must tell my father of all my glory in Egypt and all that you have seen, and you must hurry and bring my father down here. Then he fell on his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his neck. Moreover, he kissed all his brothers and wept on them. After that, his brothers talked with him. When the news reached Pharaoh's palace that Joseph's brothers had come, it pleased Pharaoh and his servants. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, Do this, load your animals, and go to the land of Canaan. Get your father and your households and come to me, and I will give you the best of the land of Egypt, and you shall eat of the fat of the land. You are commanded to say, do this, take your wagons out of the land of Egypt for your little ones and your wives and get your father and come. Also, do not concern yourself with your goods for the best of all of Egypt is yours. So the sons of Israel did so and Joseph gave them wagons according to the commandment of Pharaoh and gave them provisions for the journey. To each of them, he gave a change of clothes, but he gave to Benjamin 300 shekels of silver and five changes of clothes. To his father, he sent the following, 10 donkeys loaded with the best things of Egypt and 10 female donkeys loaded with the grain and bread and provisions of, for his father on the journey. So he sent his brothers away and they departed. And he said to them, do not quarrel on the way. They went up out of the land of Egypt and came to the land of Canaan to Jacob, their father. They told him, Joseph is still alive and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart stood still because he could not believe them. They told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said to them. And when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of their father, Jacob, revived. Then Israel said, enough, Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Over to the New Testament, John chapter 14. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard of the fame of Jesus and said to his servants, This is John the Baptist. He is risen from the dead, and therefore mighty works are at work in him. For Herod had laid hold of John, bound him, and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John said to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. When Herod would have been put him to death, he feared the crowd because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday was celebrated, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod. Therefore, he promised with an oath to give her whatever she would ask. Being previously instructed by her mother, she said, give me John the Baptist's head on a platter. The king was sorry, nevertheless, for the oath's sake, and those who sat with him at supper, he commanded it to be given to her. He sent and beheaded John in the prison. His head was brought on a platter and given to the girl, and she brought it to her mother. His disciples came and took up the body and buried it, and they went and told Jesus. When Jesus heard this, he departed from there by boat for a deserted place. But when the people heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. Jesus went ashore and saw a great assembly, and he was moved with compassion to them, and he healed their sick. When it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, This is a lonely place, and the day is now over. 
send the crowds away to go into the villages to buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they do not need, they do not need to depart. You give them something to eat. They said to him, we have only five loaves here and two fish. He said, bring them to me. Then he commanded the crowds to sit down on the grass. He took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to his disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were filled and they took up 12 baskets full of the fragments that remained. Those who had eaten were about 5,000 men besides women and children. Then Jesus commanded his disciples to get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the crowds away. When he sent the crowds away, he went up into a mountain by himself to pray. And then evening came, he was there alone. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was turbulent. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, bid me come to you on the water. He said, Come. And when Peter got out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshiped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. And when the men that out of that place recognized him, they sent word to all the surrounding country and brought to him all who were sick and begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garden garment. And as many as touched it were made perfectly well. Well, that's our reading today uh, from Genesis and Matthew. Uh, we'll close out with just a few brief devotional thoughts, some meditations, things to think about. In Genesis 44 and 45, Jesus reconciles with his brothers. And consider how Joseph responds to his brothers. Uh, he had plenty of reason to uh, be upset with them, to be angry at them. And another thing to consider in that is it was well within Joseph's power to treat his brothers very poorly. And had he adopted a victimhood mentality, that's probably how things would have gone down. But instead, Joseph looks at how God worked out uh, the evils his brother, his brothers had done to ultimately save his family. God used it for good. And he even, well, even Joseph even views it that way. You know, God brought me here. Um, when we consider that, how can forgiveness and extending grace to those who have wronged us keep us from adopting a victimhood mentality? And think about how when Peter took his eyes off Jesus, and that's when he began to sink. How can keeping our eyes on Jesus help us extend grace and forgiveness like Joseph? Well, that's our reading for today. And I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Even if the drums